Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. I am so excited to chat with you today all about mindset, specifically your mindset and living your dream life because the two are very, very closely linked. The two are very, uh, they go hand in hand with one another. And so I want to chat with you about that. And I love being here inside of my community, inside of my Facebook group, Confident and Committed Babes. This is a free group. So if you are new here, welcome. And if you are listening on the podcast, hello there as well. Let me go ahead and tighten this, adjust this so we can get rocking and rolling. Amazing, amazing. So where do I want to start with this? (laughs) So I am passionate about mindset because I believe and I know deep down in my heart that I have completely transformed my life because I made it a point to every single day transform my mindset. So I did things every single day that led to me creating the life of my dreams. And I did this via my thoughts, via my feelings, via my emotions, via my belief systems and what I believed was possible for me. So I know that it all starts in our mind. Okay. And you've probably heard the quote you've probably heard before. Oh, you know, it all starts with a thought, right? Every great idea came from a thought. And while that's true, that also is true for the things that we don't necessarily want. Okay. So when I look back at my life, when I look back at where I was just four years ago, I got there via my thoughts. So my life four years ago, which by the way, there was nothing wrong with this life. I loved up until that point, right? Until I knew that there was more available for me. I was pretty content with my life. I had so many things to be grateful for. I did like to choose to focus on the things I was grateful for. But at the same time, I just had that feeling. I had that idea that there was probably more available. So just four years ago, you know, I was working in corporate America. I was a recruiter, which I love when some of you reach out to me and you say, you know, I was a recruiter too. It's something we can totally bond over because I liked that, right? That was the career I started right when I graduated from college. And I was good at it because a large part of recruitment and being a successful recruiter is connecting with people. You're connecting with candidates. You're connecting with hiring managers. You're connecting with, you know, different people from all walks of life. So I loved that. I loved being able to talk to people. Hey, I have this opportunity for you and really finding a match. It gave me joy until it didn't tell it didn't. So when I was 28, I had been in corporate America for about seven years. And that's when it hit me upside the head. Hey, Valerie, there's got to be more to life than this. I started having thoughts that felt a little dark. To be honest, I started having thoughts that said, is this really all there is to life? And I remember be, I remember when I would have those thoughts, I would immediately combat it with, oh, 
well, you have so much to be grateful for. You live in, you live in such a fun city. I lived in San Diego at the time. You live in such a fun city. There's, you know, you have so many friends, you belong to Orange Theory and Core Power Yoga. Like you go on vacations with girlfriends, you have a trip in two weekends, just focus on that. Just be thankful for that. And so that worked for a while until I had this desire in my belly that said, there's more out there for you. So my mind, what I believed and what I knew at that time served me up until, you know, the point where I was ready for more because for me to create a career that I felt really good about, for me to build friendships, for me to fill my life with things that brought me joy at that time, that came from my mind, right? So from my mindset, it was go to college, which I was very fortunate to, you know, be able to go to college, be able to go to a four-year university, you know, get a corporate job, move up the ladder. And that's what it means. That's what life gets to look like. That's a normal thing to do. And so much of my life had been spent on doing what's normal status quo. Oh, is this, this is what I'm supposed to do. Oh, okay. So these are the steps I'm supposed to take. Okay. Okay. And that was how I lived. It was very much like, oh, this is the normal thing to do. This is what people do after college. This is what people do as an adult. This is what people do with their money. I literally very much lived in that construct of what, what's normal here? What do people do? So what does that tell you when I'm telling my story is that I was looking outside of myself. I was looking to be told what to do and what was normal. And when you outsource your power like that, and and of course I was unconscious to this at the time. I didn't think, oh, I don't like, let me look to other people to tell me what to do. But that's what I was doing on a subconscious level. I was looking outside of myself to making sure I was quote unquote on track. And on track for what, right? On track for what? That's the biggest thing when if you are making up a story in your head right here, right now that you're behind, that you're not on track to hit X goal by X amount of time or you're X age and you should be married and have kids by this time or you should have a house that you own by now or you should have X amount in the bank or you should be at this type job title like who made up those rules? When did you decide that had to be true for you? Okay. I've worked with a lot of clients over the last three, three and a half years of my business. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had clients say to me, well, I'm 30. And I just, I thought I should have been married by now. I should have done X by now. I thought I would have kids by now. And then they make up that they are behind. And when you believe that you are behind or when you believe that you should be somewhere else or when you believe that there's something you should have done by now and you haven't done it, and that means that you're not where you're supposed to be, that feels like crap. feels like absolute crap. And it's not an empowering state to be in. And it's not an empowering mindset to create the life you want, the life you desire, the life you so deeply know and your bones is possible for you. This is the biggest thing with mindset because here's the thing about mindset. People think, oh, I should, I should do mindset work. I should work on my mindset as if mindset is something you do, but your mindset is something you have and your mindset is going 24 seven. 
imagine if you were like, I'm not going to think today. I'm not going to have any beliefs come up today. I'm not going to have any narratives that don't serve me come up today. We're just not doing that today. It doesn't work like that. So when people say, oh, I should really journal, I should really do some mindset work, I should really, you know, move forward. What they're actually meaning to say is I need to get intimate with what's going on inside. And that's what mindset is. And I feel like mindset gets a bad rap because, or is it rep, rap? Mindset gets a bad rap because it feels heavy. It feels like it's hard. It feels like, oh, I got to dig into all these things. And that's not necessarily true. Something that I do every single day is I create intimacy with my mind every single day, because when you are not feeling like your most powerful, confident version of yourself, which for a lot of people, they don't feel like that every day. So they would say, you know, every day I have anxiety every day. I feel fear every day. I feel worried every day. I'm in self beat up about where I am and I should be further along. People who are in that space, they're not running an empowering narrative in their mind. And a lot of the time they are not asking the, and I don't like to say right or wrong, but it's coming up for this, right? They're not asking themselves the right question. So anytime you're feeling a less than desired emotion, or you're noticing, wow, there's a tightness in my chest. Wow. I'm feeling some panic right now. Wow. I'm just feeling really negative. I'm feeling really down. That's not just how you're feeling. It's not just like, oh, that's how I'm feeling. It's like, well, what's going on beneath that? What are the thoughts circulating in your mind that are bringing this emotion up? What is the narrative you're running in your mind? What, what's that story you're telling? What meaning have you created out of what's happening right now? Human beings, us here, we are meaning-making machines. We are conditioned to try to make things mean things as often as possible. Okay, so here's an example of how this get how this shows up in entrepreneurship. Let's say you are a business owner and you create an offer and you're super excited about it and you put it out there to your audience. You're like, here's the offer, here's the links to buy it, here you go, here you go. Ta-da. And nobody signs up in the first day. Okay. Being a meaning-making machine would look like that person saying, oh, no, no one signed up. I like, you know, made a really pretty banner and I use really pretty font colors and I get, you know, it's a really great price. And I was super excited about it. Nobody bought. That means nobody wants it. That means this was stupid. That means I shouldn't have put it out there. That means I'm never going to be able to have a, a business where people are paying me generously and I can pay my bills. Like, what was I thinking? Okay. All from an event that is neutral, right? That's actually a neutral event. What does it actually mean when you put an offer out there, hypothetically, and nobody were to buy on the first day? What does that actually mean? Does it mean you're a failure? Does it mean that you're not cut out to sell things? Does it mean nobody likes you? Does it mean you suck? It can mean all those things if you decide. It's your interpretation. Somebody who has an intimacy with their mindset, somebody who 
is continuously checking in with their mindset and they're not willing to accept being in a state where they're feeling disempowered for a long time, they're going to say, oh, interesting. That's feedback for me. That's feedback for me. I know I was led to put this offer out. I know I put a lot of energy, a lot of intention, a lot of effort into this. I know that I was guided from something bigger than me to put this offer out and share it with the world. And this must be a strategy thing. This must be feedback for me that I can tweak something. How can I make this even better? Oh, maybe I can keep showing up and selling it. It's repetition. This is a really great offer. I know it can change lives. I'm not giving up. To take option B, to take path B, that would mean that the, that person is intimate with their mindset and they don't let BS narratives, things that aren't true, run their reality. They don't let those thoughts tell them and hijack their emotional state and say, you can't do this. You suck. This isn't meant for you. So this is the power of mindset work. This is the power of being intimate with what's going on in your mind. You are not your thoughts. And a big mistake that I see a lot of people make, and I get caught up in this from time to time too, is thinking that you are your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Thoughts are just like things that are swirling around and passing in your mind. I don't even remember how many thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts we have a day. There's a lot of stats on this. I'm sure I could find it, but out of the multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of thoughts that just swirl into your mind every single day, what happens is your mind will latch onto one that has nothing to do with you. It was something that was just passing by in your mind, wanting to be a meaning-making machine will say, oh, that's true. Let's say one of the thoughts is, I'm not cut out for this, or I can't have this. She can do it, but I can't. Your mind goes, oh, great. Let's grab onto one of those. And when your mind grabs onto one of those and it's like, let's repeat, let's sit in this. Let's repeat this. Yeah. You're not meant for this. Yeah. You're not supposed to have this, right? If your mind were to grab onto that and repeat it over and over again, you're creating a belief. You're creating a disempowered story, a disempowering narrative. The way that a belief comes to be is that it was once a thought that instead of observing from a neutral space and saying, hmm, that's really, really interesting. Hmm. Do I want to accept that or reject that? Do I want to take that on as my truth? Without saying that, your brain is going to latch on to a thought. And because it's repeated so many times, it becomes a belief. And our beliefs feel very real to us. We don't walk around typically and say, that's a limiting belief. That's a, a belief that's not true. Oh, that's a belief getting in my way. We don't even label them as beliefs. It just feels like that's the way things are. Like, no, no, you don't get it. I'm behind. No, 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 you, no, you don't get it. I should have done this by now. No, I suck. Every time I try to put something out there, no one buys. Or every time I try something new, I always attract something weird back. Every time I go on the dating apps, I attract some, some weird person. I have dead-end conversations. 
those are actually beliefs. Those are actually beliefs, but they feel like facts for you because they've been your experience. And the reason why something is your experience more than once is because at one point in time, there was that thought. And within that thought, you hung on to it. Your brain hung on to it and decided this is the way it is. This is the way it is. This is the truth we're accepting. So you are so powerful beyond measure that you, you can take a, a single thought, you can grasp onto it, you can repeat it enough times and really feel it, right? And this goes for wanted and unwanted, desirable, undesirable. You can hang on to it so many times that it becomes an ingrained belief. So what happens when we're doing this, you know, all the time, years and years, you know, a lifetime of beliefs. What about the people, our ancestors before us who did the same thing, collected all these beliefs, pass them down to us. A lifetime of those is you saying, here, here is all the evidence I have. Here's all the proof that money is hard, that business is hard, that it's hard to attract your soulmate, that I can't have what I want, that I'm not worthy. And it feels very real to you, but I promise you, this is your conditioning. This is within your mind. You know, a lot of it comes from your mind. And I promise you that if you do not like the way something feels in your body and you can feel it in your body, it's like, how does it feel to say that you'll never have the business you want, the relationship you want, the bank account you want? Like, how does that feel in your body? It probably does not feel good. It does not feel good. So if you say that doesn't feel good, I don't like this, then amazing. You have the power to change it. The thing about having creating a strong mindset is it takes repetition. The same way it got there is the same way you get to replace it, right? So it's like the same way if you got to an undesirable, you know, health, like a, a reality with your body, right? Where let's say you put on a lot of weight over the last year. Okay. So you got there because of repeated beliefs, repeated choices. It wasn't because of that one night you ordered a pizza. It wasn't because of having birthday cake at your nephew's birthday party. It was because of repeated choices. The same way that that same person, right? The same way you can lose weight and get down to the desired way, get down to the way you want your body to look is by repetition, right? Repeated healthy choices, repeated healthy habits, like working out, right? Repeatedly telling yourself a new story about your health and your body and what you get to eat and how you get to move your body. It's through repetition. And so this is the unsexy part of your growth journey is the mindset piece. We're here for the affirmations. We're here for like the, the success stories. We're here for all of that. And that is built on the foundation of your mind and what you're doing every single day. So if you don't like your current reality, and that doesn't have to mean you're not grateful. That doesn't have to mean that you're like, well, you know, I have a roof over my head, so I should be happy. When I say, if you don't like, I mean, you are not satisfied. Okay. You are not satisfied. You're like, I want more. I want better. I want different. Amazing. It's great. You're in that place because when we get to that fed up moment, when we get to that place where we're like, I 
don't want to keep living like this, or if a year were to pass and nothing changed, I would not be happy. That's actually a good place to be in. Dissatisfaction is actually a good place to be in because that's when you're motivated to change. So if you are experiencing that right now in your life, I want you to know you have the power to change it. So often we think that once the thing happens, then I will give myself permission or then I will allow myself or then I know it, it is possible for me to be happy, for me to be this, for me to be that. So let's say that you think that once you're in a relationship, once you have a certain amount of money in your bank account, once you leave your nine to five job and you go full-time in your business, once you start your business, whatever that thing is for you that you're like, I'm going to be so much happier when that comes, A, you're right. You will probably feel elated when your goal comes, when you get to that place, but B, waiting and thinking, I will only be happy when this future event or when this thing outside of me happens, right? I'm only going to feel relieved when he texts. I'm only going to feel good when the client pays. I'm only going to feel good when I go shopping and buy the thing or when I pay my bills. You're outsourcing your power and you're saying that something outside of you has more power to dictate your emotional state than you. And that's absolutely not true. And that creates this cycle of chasing. It creates this cycle of never enough. And it creates a cycle of waiting. And so true abundance, true joy, true empowerment does not come when something changes. It comes from first shifting the way that you are looking at the current situation. This is where mindset comes in. Okay. You could be looking at your current situation. Maybe it's that you really, you're, you're not in a financially thriving place right now and you don't like it, right? This is a circumstance. Circumstances change. So how can you look at this through the lens of empowerment? We're so quick to look at our current situation through the lens of dissatisfaction, I can't believe I got here. I'm so irresponsible. I sabotage. God, I need help. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm always going to be stuck. This is always going to be my reality. Like I'm never going to learn. That's one way to look at it, but that feels like crap, right? And that's not how we're going to change. There's a difference between feeling shame or being in self beat up about your current circumstance and being at the place where you're fed up and you're so like ready to change. Like being fed up is like that jumping off point where it's like, F this, I'm going somewhere else. It's actually forward thinking. It's actually like, we're going to move forward when you're viewing something through the lens of shame. And I can't believe I got here and you are past focused. You are staying stuck in the past and you are shaming yourself for the decisions you made in the past, which you literally can't change what you've done in the past. And you know this, right? I'm not telling you something mind-blowing. Like, you know this. You know this, right? So it's you deciding to look through the lens of empowerment and say, and this is a big piece too, and this is something I always encourage my clients to do is forgive yourself, right? So it's like, wow, in the past, I made choices that did not respect the money I had, or I made choices that were from a place of fear. I made choices from a place of feeling like I can never have anything better. So that's why I kept going back to my ex. 
And I love and forgive myself and I'm ready for better. I love and forgive myself and thank you for the lessons. I love and forgive myself and thank you, God, thank you, universe, angels, for putting me in a situation right now where the only thing that I can see is that I get to have better. Thank you for making it so clear for me. Thank you for showing that this path is not the path for me. Thank you for showing me that I don't need to keep going down this road. Thank you for showing me that there's a choice point and I can move forward and I don't have to be in this place. Like, thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank you. Coming from that energy is going to help you tremendously, tremendously move forward toward the life of your dreams. When you look at somebody who you think they have a dream life, maybe there's someone online who you really admire, you see them and you're like, ooh, they just, they have it all, right? They have the house, they have the babies, they have the G-Wagon, they have the relationship, they have it all. Maybe you look at somebody and you're like, they have a thriving business, like they have it all. When you look at somebody that you admire and you see them having things that you want or they've accomplished things that you are wanting to create in your own life, what you can ask yourself is, what are the beliefs that that person must believe about themselves and what's possible for them to have created the life they have? Because it's really easy to look at somebody who, who seems to be thriving and go, they haven't made, they're lucky. Saying somebody's lucky is, it, it's, it's actually kind of like a slap in the face, right? Like imagine if you went on a weight loss journey and you, you know, went on this journey, you've lost over a hundred pounds and you post a photo of you current day with your weight loss. And you just, you look amazing. Like you're wearing a tight dress, like you know, you love and you don't even say in the picture, like, oh, this is my weight loss journey. It's just like Friday night. Here I am. Imagine if somebody were to say, oh, yeah, she's just really lucky. It's probably good genetics. You would be like, uh, excuse me. Um, no, I had to I, I went through so much. I worked with a personal trainer. I exercised five days a week. I worked with a nutrition coach. I completely changed my relationship with food. I worked on myself. I worked on my mindset. I learned how to follow through on my commitments. Like I worked so hard to get here, right? But not everyone knows the story. So the next time you see somebody who it seems like they're thriving, you don't know what it took to get there. And you don't know the mental challenges they went through to get there. Somebody who has made tremendous progress in a weight loss journey that didn't just happen because they went to the gym every day. What did they have to shift and rearrange in their mind? What lens did they have to look at their circumstances through? What story did they have to tell about what's possible for them? What did they have to tell themselves on the days where they didn't feel like working out or the days where they wanted to just quit? That's where the real work is. It's so easy to think, oh, just go to the gym or just work really hard and grind and then you'll have the life of your dreams. But if it were about actions, if it were about action, every single person would be so financially abundant. Everybody would have the bodies that they want, right? That they desire. We would all be in a different space if it just came down to do this and you will have this. 
the actual equation really is like, do this, address this in your mindset, heal this, <laughs> tell a new story about this, check in with this, do it all over again the next day, and then you'll have this. It is a journey. So if today you woke up and you had thoughts that didn't serve you, if you were hard on yourself today, if you were telling yourself disempowering stories, if you bought into a belief that you are not capable, you are not enough, you are not worthy, or that you should have been doing X, Y, Z, or that you're behind. Basically, if you had a conversation in your head today that was not honoring and of the highest love toward yourself, I want you to forgive yourself right now. And I want you to know that anything is possible because the beautiful thing about life being a moment to moment experience is that it's also a choice to choice experience. You have a choice every single moment, every single moment. And the easiest thing to choose is how you are going to look at and interpret something. So if you are in a moment right now where you're not feeling completely empowered, you can choose something else. What are the lens I choose to look at this through? What's the story I want to tell? Am I focusing on the past or am I focusing on what's possible? If anything was possible for me, what would I choose to believe? If I truly believe that that was possible, how would I feel? Start asking those questions. We use so much of our time, our energy to visualize and imagine circumstances that A, never happen and B, are, are just like sucking our energy. Your imagination, your creative faculty is the, the strongest part of you. Like that is such a powerful part of your brain to imagine and see things and like actually picture things, right? And unfortunately, because most people have not really understood the power of their imagination and how much imagination creates your reality. Unfortunately, they use their imagination to actually create scenarios and visualize scenarios that they don't want. So they imagine, they, they use their imagination of what if I put this out and nobody buys? They pick, they use their imagination toward nobody's going to buy. They'll use their imagination toward not being able to pay their bills. So they're thinking about what am I going to do the moment where the company calls and they, they want their payment and I can't pay it. They use their imagination toward that instead of the circumstance they actually want, which is, oh my gosh, let me pay this early. And I still have stuff left over. Let me, let me pay this off in full. They could use their imagination to create that, but instead they use it toward what they don't want. So this is why we don't want to ask questions. What if it doesn't work. What if I stay single forever? You're using your imagination to be like, oh, single forever. Let's picture what your life would look like. Let's imagine that. And the reason why this is so dangerous is because when you imagine you're also involving your subconscious mind, this is the part of your brain that you're not consciously aware of. It's the one that picks up everything. It absorbs everything like a sponge. And one of the things about your subconscious mind is that it actually cannot process between real and imagined. And it, the way it processes things is it thinks everything is happening in real time. So when you're using your imagination to imagine the person you're seeing 
ghosting you, when you're using your imagination to see yourself failing, when you use your imagination to see yourself staying in your soul sucking job, your subconscious mind thinks it's real and it's imprinting that feeling of like worry and shame and panic and that heaviness. It's actually like you're using your energy in your body to feel like it's real right now. And what we can feel is what we're creating. So this is why it's so powerful to replace those habits with visualization, visualizing what you do want. So I want you to practice this today. The next time you're, you know, daydreaming and your mind is just going into all these places and you notice yourself seeing like, oh my gosh, like what if he doesn't want to, like, what if he doesn't text me or something, right? Whatever is feeling really big to you in this moment catch yourself and be like, Oh, interesting. I noticed that I'm using my imagination to create something I don't want. So what do I want to create instead? What would actually feel better? What would be more empowering for me to create right here, right now? Okay. So this is really huge. And this is just one, uh, this is just like a very small piece of what I'm going to be diving into inside of this brand new masterclass I'm hosting on the mindset shifts that you need to create a successful business. So I'm actually going to be walking you through in depth different mindset techniques and tools that I use all the time so that I can create the exact reality that I want. It's what I've used to be able to build the business of my dream, a multiple six figure per year business. It's what I've used to attract the partner of my dream to continue on to have an amazing relationship three years later. Whenever I want something, this is like the process I use, like the mindset techniques and tools and practices that I take myself through so that I am a match for my ideal outcome. So I'm going to be teaching this to you in a masterclass. It's going to be super powerful, super potent, and it's happening next week. So if you want to be a part of that, send me a message. I will likely post the link in here as well. It's going to be $33 on pre-sale right now. So this is the early price. Yes, there will be replay access included. So if you cannot be there live, you will get the replay. You will have lifetime access to the replay. So you can keep plugging in, keep absorbing, keep getting amazing things out of it because the more you listen to something, the deeper it's going to land and you'll hear something different every single time. And I'm also including a workbook so you can really put these techniques to use so they feel really real and tangible. It's not just something that I'm telling you, hey, try this. It's something that you'll actually be able to walk yourself through and it's going to be pertinent to whatever is going on in your world right now. So even though this is geared toward entrepreneurs, if you are somebody who wants to create your dream life, you will absolutely gain so much from this masterclass because these tools can be applied in different areas of your life. For the context of this masterclass, I am you know, going to be sharing examples around business and mindset to build a successful business. But what I know to be true from using these tools over and over again is that they can be applied in different areas of your life. So if you're feeling the pull, if you're feeling inspired, I would love for you to join the masterclass. Just send me a message or click the link in here. And even if it's past the time of the masterclass, like if you're watching this, you know, months and months later, you can reach out to me or you can still use the link and purchase the replay for the masterclass. So I hope you loved today. It was so fun spending this time with you and I will see you soon. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.